How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted. I am super pumped and excited to talk about this topic. This is a topic that I think a lot of people talk about. Um, I personally think that it's super important and crucial, but I also kind of think that it was something that I struggled with for sure, and it's something that I know a lot of people struggle with. Okay, and it's all about monetizing your brand, making money from the interest around you and your brand. Um, and it's not always pertaining to social media, right? Social media is a tool that you can use to generate interest, but um, you know, it's not necessarily everything, right? So, first off, what I want to start off talking about is the psychology that may be holding you back because, you know, this is definitely something that was holding me back, right? I used to feel guilty about trying to monetize my brand. I used to feel like, oh, you know, and I had limiting beliefs about money, which maybe we'll get into in another episode. In fact, I'm going to write that as a note. That is definitely something I'll talk about. Um, um, limiting beliefs about money. Cool. So, Here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with selling something to people who like you if it's something that has real value. And honestly, there's books you can read, um, videos you can watch, probably seminars you can go to, all about that. Um, In fact, a really good book that I read is called You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. It's a very good book. I read it. Um, It definitely helped me get over it. But if you are really having negative beliefs about why you should be making money and like why you should monetize your brand, read that book. I think it'll help. But you gotta, you kind of have to just get over that because the and I'll I'll get into it in this episode a lot. But the fact is, if you have something that's valuable that is gonna help people, it's not bad to sell it. Now, how this is how you can justify people buying from you? How do, well, how is it that people, I'm sorry, how do people justify buying from you? How is it that your potential customers will justify buying from you? So they got to go through the three phases, right? Know, like, and trust. I think we've heard that before, but they have to know who you are first. They got to like you and then they got to trust you, right? If somebody doesn't even know who you are and doesn't know you exist, right? Obviously, how is it possible that they buy from you? Right? If you want to get a hammer, but you've never heard of Home Depot, how would you know how would you buy from Home Depot if you don't even know what Home Depot is? It's not possible. So you have to know, then they have to like you. Right? You gotta give off good vibes. You gotta you gotta make them, you know, they have to enjoy what you do and be entertained or educated or inspired in some way, shape, or form. And then they gotta trust you. Right? They gotta trust that you know what you're talking about. They got to trust that they know that you know what you're doing or whatever it is. Okay. And trust, it comes with time. Like chances are people aren't just going to figure out who you are and then immediately trust you. Right. Probably not most of the time. Okay. Some people will, but 
Most of the time they won't. So they got to know you, they got to like you, and they got to trust you. And all three of those phases are completely obviously your responsibility to take people through. You have to take people through that journey. And there's obviously like, and that's where we talk about the social media, right? Social media is a tool to kind of take people through that journey of knowing you, liking you by consistently putting out stuff and then trusting you is when they finally make that decision of, wow, I this person has put out a lot of stuff. I trust them, right? Um, but you can also control that process, you know, through email marketing, SMS, um, Facebook messenger marketing. That's another way to control that process. Okay. So, but we're not going to get into that on this episode. That's a, that's a way deeper topic. Okay. So when someone knows you really well and you provide the opportunity for them to get something that, that will help them, it's not, it's actually your duty to sell to them. And in fact, Thinking about it like this really, really helped me with the psychology. So, and here's how I thought of it. I have thought, okay, let's say, I'm honestly going to give you an amazing example. I'll give you an amazing example. Okay. I'm going to talk about Gary V, who obviously I am a huge fan of Gary V, ginormous fan. He's amazing. Here's where I am. Here's where I and a lot of people are lacking with him. In fact, I heard Frank Kern say this. Frank Kern is another huge marketer. Um, he knows what he's doing for sure. You guys should go check him out. But he, Frank Kern, he said this on a podcast. He was like talking about monetizing your brand. And he's like, you know, one thing about Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk that I, I disagree with is that he isn't monetizing the social media aspect of, he monetizes social media obviously because he runs a huge digital media company, but I don't, and, and, and like he can think of it however he wants, Gary Vee's got his thing, but there are thousands if not millions of people, me included, who absolutely without question would buy a video course from him about social media. Wouldn't you buy a course from Gary Vee on how to grow your social media and monetize it? If Gary Vee put that out, I would absolutely buy it. Now, his response to that, most likely, I don't know, would be, you don't need to buy a course. I've already put out that information if you just go watch my content. I was like, well, the problem is, and this is what Frank Kern said, the problem is Gary Vee's content, he has so much content and it's all over the place that for me to try to figure out how to get the exact information I would need, it would take me hours, hundreds of hours to actually pick and choose which videos and podcasts and blogs from him I want. Make sense? So Frank Kern was like, I know that Gary Vee has put out all of his content for free and he says, I put out all my best stuff for free. But but Gary Vee's selling point could be, here's all this information organized. Like he could have a whole course on influencer marketing and just take the stuff he's already put out and organize it. Then he could have a whole course on, okay, here's monetizing. Take the stuff he's already put out and just organize it. I would pay for that. Even though it's like, well, he's already put it out for free. It's like, yeah, but he's made so much content that it's too hard for me to sort it out. So it would actually provide me more value by buying from him. Now, do I hate Gary Vee? No. Do I think any less of him? Absolutely not. This is just an idea. And, but you could think of it and, 
you, you, you could even go so far as to say he's kind of not fulfilling a certain duty, but his content is so darn good. I've gotten so much value out of him. I can't say he's not fulfilling his duty, right? I can't really say that. But from your perspective and my perspective, let's not take that. Let's not, okay. Let's not take that Gary V approach. Gary V's approach of putting out a lot of content and providing value. Yes. Thumbs up. But the Gary V approach of not monetizing that content as well as maybe he could don't take that approach. Now, what has he done? He's done sneakers. He's done wine. Here's the thing though about that. I don't drink wine and I don't give a shit about sneakers. Like me personally, I don't care. Like I, I'll buy Converse. The last pair of shoes that I bought, I bought Converse two years ago. I bought two pairs of Converse. That was it. And I've worn the same ones for two years. I have a few pairs of shoes, but they're old. That's how I roll. So I don't really care about shoes. And I'm saying this because he has shoes and he has wine. I don't drink. So like maybe I could get it as a gift, but I don't like, so he's like monetizing, but it's like, dude, that's not even stuff related to why I follow you. Like I don't follow you for wine. I follow you for social media stuff. Anyway, it's my two cents. Just being honest. Again, I have bought Gary V's books. Now that's a great way for him to monetize. Um, Oh God, could you imagine if he had a free plus shipping funnel with his books? Wow. Anyway, he'd be a, a, a freaking bazillionaire. He would absolutely, I, I, yeah, oh, that'd be crazy. Anyway, so think about it as your duty. The reason I just brought all that stuff up, I know it was a slight bit of a rant, but you have a duty to monetize. You have a duty. And, here, and, and here's the other thing about it. Why is selling something better than giving it away? Think about that for a second, because you might have this negative connotation about money. But listen to me. This is how big players play the game, and this is how like upper echelon people think. When someone buys something, they're more serious, and they're more committed, and they're more likely to value what you offer. That's the truth. When someone gets, I'll tell you, same, same with me. When I get something for free, I don't really value it that much unless it's a gift from somebody. But I don't value things as much when they're free. If I actually had to buy something, if I had to save up my money, if I had to earn my way to getting that thing, once I get that thing, it makes it so much more worth it. I'm sure you felt that way as well. So selling something to somebody is giving them a better feeling. Here's the other thing. Think about this. Have you ever bought something that you really wanted and then felt shitty about it? I haven't. I've bought stuff and then not felt good about it. I, that's definitely happened. I've been like, oh, I shouldn't have bought that. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about buying stuff that you're like, oh, I wanted this so bad. Like think about like a pair of shoes that you've bought that you're like, oh, I wanted these shoes so bad. And then you bought them. You felt good about them and you were excited. Yes, it would have been great if you got them for free, but the fact that you bought them and gave your hard-earned money, how sick is that, right? Same thing with a car. You know, my brother Melvin, he just bought a car. He bought a brand new Charger, Dodge Charger. Not brand new, but it's newer. Sick car. And he had to save up his money and save up and save up. And when he bought it, and he, he took me around and drove me around. Well, I actually got to drive it. 
And he's just like, yeah, dude, buying it felt like, he's like, when I bought it, it wasn't really much different, but just saving up the money was dope. If he had just gotten it for free, he wouldn't have got to feel the fulfillment of the journey of saving up. So you guys got to think about that as service providers, as product providers. People want to buy things. Trust me, you want to buy, I want to buy, we all want to buy, but we just want to buy if it's worth it, right? And the other thing you can think about is you get what you pay for. So people want stuff for free. It's like, all right, well, you're going to get something that's worth for free, you know? Um, and here's the thing. If somebody wants your product, but they can't afford it, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't give it away for free. There's nothing wrong with it. Now, there are certain instances where you can use the power of free Right? I use the power of free. I have five free beats. If you want, you can go to fivefreebeats.com and get yourself five free beats from me. But there's a reason I do it. It's a sales funnel. It's a way to get people on my email list. So I, you use free in a certain way. I'm giving five beats away. But the next package that I sell, which is, which is a, called the Gifted Artist Package, I'm not giving that away for free. That's a, set, that's a sale. It's, it's, a, it's already an insane deal. So I don't need to give it away for free. So here's what you need to do. When you're thinking about your target market, there's two things they need to be. They need to be willing to buy and they need to be ready to buy. Those are different things, right? Ready and willing are different. Willing to buy means that they want the product, but they don't have the money. Willing to buy means they want to buy it. They're willing to buy it, but they don't have the money to buy it. Ready to buy, ready, means they have the money but they don't want the product. Let's say it again. If somebody is willing to buy something, they do want the product, but they just don't have the money. If they're ready to buy, they have the money, but they don't want to buy the product. But when somebody is ready and willing to buy, cha-ching, you've got your money up. Now, a lot of times what I've run into, especially with rappers, I've run into a lot of willing to buy and not ready. That's a big thing I see in the music industry is musicians who want to get more out of their music career or they want beats or whatever, but like they're super broke and they have a broke mindset sometimes and they don't want to buy it. It's like, okay, well, you're, you're, you're not ready to buy it. That's fine. I don't want to sell to, by the way, here's the other thing. I don't want to sell to people who aren't ready to buy. I'll give you something for free here, five free beats. But if you're not ready to buy what I have, I'm not going to just give it to you or discount you. That's not how things work in business. Okay, so that's the thing. And, and by the way, you might be in a market like local businesses need social media. They need Facebook advertising. Most do. They might be ready, like they might have the money to pay, but they might not be willing to pay you because maybe you didn't sell yourself or maybe they're not willing to use Facebook advertising for whatever reason, right? So that's, there's different instances. You need to know your target market, your target market your target, meaning your dream customer, is absolutely has to be both. They got to be ready and willing. And if you're in a market where people aren't ready to buy, you're in the wrong market. You're playing too low of a game. Okay, so let's get into three ideas to monetize your brand. This is not every single way that you can monetize. There's tons of different things. But I'm going to go over three, three different ideas that I want to just give for you that you could do to monetize your personal brand. And these work for anybody. These can work for musicians. Uh, literally, these can work for musicians, fitness pages, 
car pages, uh, fashion pages, whatever you can do. You can come up with any type of product. Uh, so let's start with this. Number one, e-commerce, physical products, right? That could be merchandise like clothing. Um, it could be phone cases. It could be, and then once you get into clothing and merch, now you're thinking of accessories, handbags, phone cases, keychains, lanyards, laptop cases, blankets, pillows, posters, I don't know, shirts, long sleeves, tank tops, whatever, right? That's that's e-commerce, that's merchandise. Now, there's two ways to do merch, right? You could do the old school way, which is you call up a, you know, you get a, you get a screen printer and you're like, hey, I have this design, I want you to print this design on like 100 shirts, you'll do it, I'll pay you, then you send me all the merchandise, and then I ship the clothing out. I'll be honest, I don't, I, I, that is not my preferred way to do e-commerce. I don't like doing it that way, but it's one way to do it. The other way is print on demand. That's the cha-ching way that I like. That's a little, it's not drop shipping. Drop shipping is something different. Print on demand, it's, it is the idea of drop shipping. It's the same concept, but they are different. Drop shipping means like, well, it basically is drop shipping, but a lot of times drop shipping means you're getting stuff from China and you're marking it up a huge percentage. Print on demand is like there's there's two websites that I personally know of. Teespring, T E E S P R I N G, Teespring, and Printful, P R I N T F U L, Printful. Both of those websites basically, you can design merchandise on those websites put it up as your own little storefront and you don't have to pay for it. Every time somebody makes an order, they fulfill the order and they ship it and they print it and they basically take like a huge cut. So the profit margins are, well, the amount of profit is lower than than like what you would make the old school way. Like the old school way is generally a 50% or more profit margin. Meaning if you go and pay a thousand bucks and you get physical shirts and then you have to ship and handle them, usually you'll make double your money. With the print-on-demand, you're not making as much of a profit, but if you think about it, the percentage is still pretty high because you didn't pay. So you don't have to pay for a membership, and you don't have to pay for the clothing at all. You're just designing it. Now, you might make barely, you might make 4 or $5 per shirt, but it's 4 or $5 you didn't have before, and you didn't have to pay for it again. So it's, it's, it's a really good way to do it, um, it's extremely efficient and it doesn't cost any money upfront. That's why I like print on demand. It just makes more sense. Okay. So that's e-commerce. And again, if you have a brand, you can do this with any type of brand. So it's a great way to do things. I believe in it. The next affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing basically means you're promoting other people's products that you're into. Now this is pretty f powerful because you don't have to create the product. All you have to do is just take someone else's product that you really like and promote it to your audience to make some money. It's really simple, okay? Um, it's similar to sponsorships, but it's kind of different because to do an affiliate product, they don't have to know who you are. Sponsorship means they know you and they've communicated with you and you've worked out a deal. Affiliate marketing is like a lot of like info products and businesses basically have an affiliate program where you could sign up and they'll give you a link and then you just copy and paste that link into your link in bio or you send it to people. And then whenever people buy through that, 
you you're you get it. You know, another way, Amazon has an affiliate program. Imagine that. Amazon, the Amazon. You can get you can be an Amazon affiliate. So that means that like let's say okay, so like a lot of filmmakers do this. Filmmakers have an Amazon affiliate program where they'll recommend you which cameras to use. And if you buy a camera through their affiliate link, they get a commission. That opens up a lot of opportunities for a lot of different people. Same thing with makeup. You could you can recommend makeup and buy through Amazon. People who are into fashion can recommend fashion and recommend them to go to an Amazon thing. Same with music producers. You can recommend music production gear and have people buy it through Amazon. Boom. That's affiliate marketing. Super powerful. Super powerful. Got it? And then the last one is info products, right? Which I don't think everybody can get into, but it's something that a a vast majority of people, in fact, more likely than not, a vast majority of people get into info products and can get into it. Info products, eBooks, guides, checklists, and the big one, video courses, or coaching or mentorship. Now, you might be thinking like, and by the way, this is where you have to get creative. You could literally think of info products for anything anything. If you're a personal trainer, oh my God, info products are what you need to be doing. You need to be making video courses with exercises and workouts or a membership. Uh, I know the two, the two homies I'm, I, I like a lot that I work with, um, Jake and JT, they, they're going to have a membership program that's launched. Um, and I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be an affiliate for them because I think like what they're doing is amazing and like their workouts are sick and you will get shredded working with Jake and JT and their membership site, um, is very high quality and I've already checked it out. I'm a member. So I love what they do. And so, you know, they have something going on. If you're a yoga instructor, absolutely put together a video course teaching people yoga and have them pay 97 bucks for it. Any, literally, bro, anything that you could think of, you could do it. Dude, if you're a freaking, you know, I have a friend um, who's doing speech pathology, which, by the way, I I still barely know what that is, but I think it's helping people develop their speech um, after they've gone through something like like a stroke and they can't talk or they have trouble with different parts of their speech, you know, she'll help them. Right. And that's a huge profession, but she could write a book about speech pathology easily. If she built a personal brand and talked about speech and how to develop your speech and all these different things, easily she could come up with a book and sell that to people online. No question about it. Anybody could come up with a product. Genuinely, I believe that anybody could come up with an info product or write a book at the least. Anybody could write a book. It's a lot of work to write a book, but what you could do is you could come up with the kind of the, 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 um, like the table of contents and sort of the um, the main bullet points and pay a ghostwriter to write the whole damn thing. That's another idea. So guys, that's basically it for this show for today. That's all the stuff I want to talk about monetizing your brand. You guys got to look into this stuff. You got to look into this stuff because if you're, again, musicians, like for musicians, I think the dopest thing to do is affiliate marketing and, and your own clothing. You got to have merch. You got to have merch. You got to have clothing. Any kind of entrepreneur or anybody who's in the service providing space, no question about it, you should put together video products for uh, info products. No question. If you're a mechanic, make a video course on how to change your oil. I would, by the way, 
If a mechanic put out a video, which I'm sure they're out there. If a mechanic put out a video course for $97 on how to change your oil yourself, uh, I would 100% buy it because that would mean I'd pay $97 once and never have to change my oil again or pay somebody to change your oil. Sometimes people charge 100, 150 bucks for an oil change. Imagine if you could just pay 100 bucks once and learn how to do it yourself and never have to pay somebody again. That'd be a huge thing for me. Huge thing for me. Or if, an, if a mechanic put out a video course teaching people how to fix their cars on their own and the course was 500 bucks, but then you learn how to fix your car, fix anything, oh my God, I would, I would actually pay for that. And I think my dad would pay for that too. Never have to pay a mechanic again. Actually, my dad wouldn't do it, but I would. I would never have to pay a mechanic again. I could do everything myself. Oh my God. That's huge, right? That'd be a big deal. So plumber, you, you could make a video course teaching people how to fix most of their plumbing problems themselves. Dude, you could easily make so much money with that. No question about it, okay? So guys, this about wraps it up for the show. If you got any value out of the episode, do me a huge favor. Leave a rating, five stars, and leave a review. A little review is like a little comment, commenting what you thought of this episode, commenting what you think of the whole podcast in general, any feedback you have for me, put it in the comment in the review section and share this with a friend because I'm sure that you have a friend who either has a personal brand or wants to start a personal brand and wants to monetize. Help them. Give them this podcast episode and say, hey, you get some great ideas. My, you know, my friend Lee, Leezy the Gifted, he had a podcast talking about monetizing your brand. I think you'd get a lot of value out of it. And send them a text or a DM or a freaking email or a Facebook message. I really don't care. Just spread the podcast out. All right. It helps me a lot. I want to rank this podcast up. I want to get more people sharing this because I think that this podcast could provide value to a lot of people and I want to see people win. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Visions of a legend you can never tie me down. Remember when they hated on me, but they like me now. Dripping way too heavy, gotta wipe me down. Living in the club, they try to strike me down. Visions of a legend, visions of a legend. Visions of a legend, visions of a legend. Visions of a legend.